0: Log Talk Radio. Bah. 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 Bah.
1: today's show is all about secrets in society. And I obviously base my shows upon things that happen during um, the times in between I do each and every show. And one of the big things that uh, has been coming about is secrets. Um, So what we're going to do is talk a lot about secrets today. And of course, um, if you desire uh, reading or any sort of questions to be answered, feel free to call in. The number to call in is 646-727-2870. Again, the number is 646-727-2870, and I will be more than happy to take your call. So what I want to uh, get into first, um, I did pull a couple of cards for the show this evening. Um, I pulled it in regards to uh, the whole signs of the show, and whoever will be listening, I want to bring forth messages that they will need. So, if you're listening to it live or in archive, it definitely relates directly to you, and hopefully that you gain something from this. And of course, if this um, is very significant to you and any of the message that I say, um, please let me know. And I would be, one, more than happy to converse and talk about them to help you enlighten them to exactly what is going on. Or we can um, get a little bit deeper and give you a better reading and see just how it relates to you. So I'm going to go ahead and bring you the first card. The first card I got is a beautiful, beautiful card. It's representative of an eggshell, which is pretty weird. Actually, just the egg. Um, the, t- the card, excuse me, is called Tarithel. Um It's one of Shekinah's angel cards, and the glyph that the angel has given us is called Tau, uh, one of the old Hebrew glyphs, gl- excuse me glyphs, and it represents grief, desire, compassion, and peace. So I'm going to go ahead and read you the message that Shekinah has to bring forward. I bring Tau. Spiritual emergence, resurrection from darkness into light. I am the luminescent gleam in the night, gently infusing heart and soul, bringing the promise of healing and hope. My symbol is an egg of protection, for I know you have suffered, leaving you feeling exposed and vulnerable. Yet my egg also symbolizes rebirth. Wrapped in a cloud of pure golden radiance, it is threaded with coral, rose, and magenta of compassion and healing, for your heart, and pure lights of spiritual peace for your soul. Whenever you invoke me and ask for this, I flow these lightweight rays to weave my egg around you, providing a comforting environment in which you can begin to acknowledge traumas, release cleansing tears of healing, and move on toward freedom. Now, I think this is pretty ironic that I pulled this card. It was the first card, too, um, especially since the show is all about secrets and what I want to do with the secrets tonight. Um, what I want to do is bring secrets into the light, bring some of these things that have been sitting in the darkness for a long time. A lot of people call these the shadow selves, And it's the things that we hold in the darkness. A lot of times we're definitely afraid of them. Sometimes we're afraid to confront them, and sometimes we're afraid to release them. because We don't know what our life is going to be like without them. So we're going to dive into that. Um, back to the angel's message, you can make this choice. Once you are completely enclosed in my radiant egg, its rays of love envelop your energy centers. If you are ready to let go, they melt away fear and anguish to allow a new serenity to flow in. In Templar Mer, you could first heal with either fire or water of life, then rebuild from creation red. As you gain physical strength to move upward, I bolster you with my strong, supportive energy, aiding each endeavor with love until you reemerge fully into light. So this card definitely wants you to release um, release these things that definitely have held you captive in the past. And what they do suggest is the Water of Life healing. And I definitely chose, out of random, of course, just going from the Guide of Spirit, the Water of Life card. Now, I have a feeling that probably more often than not, a lot of fluid people will be listening to this show. Um, A lot of people that connect with water have some sort of deep emergence with water. I like to think of Atlantean origins with this. Um, Now, I want to uh, highlight upon Atlantis for the moment. I just finished reading a book. It's called The Ancient Secrets of the Flower of Life, and it explains how all life emerged from this one pattern pretty interesting stuff. I highly recommend reading it, and what uh, it said in this book, it definitely described what Atlantis was. So, um, I I think there might be more than a couple conclusions as to what it was and what happened on Atlantis, but as far as I know, at this moment, it was definitely an ancient continent that was uh, in the Atlantic Ocean, obviously, and a bunch of extended beings lived there. They knew some things about the Earth. Um, they were definitely advanced, and they knew what they were doing. So they tried to do these things. They tried to make the Earth better. They tried these experiments. And a couple other people decided to ruin the fun um, from different areas, different paths, different souls. And they kind of screwed things up, I guess, And layman's turns, And that's why Atlantis sunk. is just... ...because of these quote-unquote selfish people. Oh, no. I squashed the pug on my... Screen. <laughs> but anyways. Um, wow. That was everybody. Um, so, I'm not sure exactly what happened there. Uh, I was told by... Uh, ...angel readers and psychics and mediums... ...that I definitely have Atlantean origins and connections... ...and that I... Used to be there and used to work there. It did something there. I don't know. I don't know yet. I haven't even gotten that far in my meditation yet to figure that out. But um, the next card is the Water of Life Healing. And I will go ahead and give you the messages around this card. Um, the guards here, um, it's all about cleansing and healing and balancing with these angels and Water of Life. So I'll tell you um, what this healing has to offer. Water of life combines green, aquamarine, and blue colors of creation. These aid in three ways. If you've been through a difficult time emotionally, if your zodiac sign is fire and you need water balance, or if you are a water sign, water of life spirals wash away and transmute emotional energy blocks, after which you can replenish with chosen colors of creation. At its purest vibration, water of life offers alchemy with sacred white ice. This eradicates past life programming, preventing retrieval of ancient wisdom and oneness. So if you resonate with this card, um, what I want you to do is uh, take the previous card in, remember what it was talking about. And there's things that you need to release. There's things. and definitely getting over past life issues. So what I want you to do, especially if you're listening to this on archive, I want you to think of something, think of a secret, think of something that you've held deep down, deep down inside for a very, very long time. Or it could be something that you just found out and maybe you just need to release it somehow. What I want you to do is think of that one thing, or it could be multiple things, and picture the card that I talked about before and, um, Surround yourself in that. And then what we're going to do is do the water of life healing. Now, after you have confronted what the secret is in your conscious mind, what I want you to do is to repeat these words to your inner self. What I'm doing is channeling these words from Shakina to you. And it's as if these words are coming from you. So imagine that. Imagine that. That's important. All right. I breathe your mysterious sacred energy into hearts and thymus and hold your water of life vibrations to travel to the aquamarine chamber in Templar Mer. Your cool blue-green living crystal healing fractals cascade over me and spiral down through crown organically cleansing and balancing all chakras while bringing emotional peace. If I am ready to reach oneness, I enter the white ice alch- of alchemy where all spiritually limiting threads are cut and past vows released. My hidden pearl within is refound. Through water of life, the pure spring of my loving dolphin wisdom flows again for all. So, this is what the angel has to offer to you. Um, hopefully, that we can. Uh, definitely eradicate some of these past life issues that we have taken on so dearly so I feel it's very appropriate to play a song right now um what do you think unwinding the car or unintended see that one I'm thinking unintended is about you could be blah, 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 blah. Okay, know we can totally do that. So we're going to do a little bit of musical healing. Hopefully you can feel the resonance of the song. Um, what I want you to do is imagine your spirit, your inner spirit, uh, singing the song to your real self. Imagine your subconscious singing to your own conscious. It's as if your soul is singing to your body and your mind. Think about that as we play this next song, um, Unintended by Muse. Alright, sorry about the little delay everybody, I was in the middle of a text message, doing some healing of my own with friendships right now, and getting pretty intense, I will tell you that. So, there's two more cards left that I pulled, um, the cards before were in relation to the heart. Uh, Shakina is the angel that definitely guides, um, how to use our hearts and, uh, what should be done with it? So next is Metatron, the masculine aspect. And the card that he offers for us this evening, I will tell you in just a moment. Okay. Um, this is called Lavaya. And the Hebrew symbol that he offers is called Lame, which means teacher, ancient wisdom, and instruction. So what I'm going to do is read you what uh, Metatron has to offer us this evening. I am Quinary Star Angel. There are 72 of us ruling the splendor of your night sky. In your higher heart, you know me, for you have been a teacher of ancient wisdom skills in many previous existences. Although occasionally you fell short of your goals, in many lives you have walked with me, receiving love and guidance, in the light of my own crystalline space-time. Indeed, I vouchsafe, your karmic debt is small, and now is the time for your true power to shine from crown. You know and can teach star wisdom how to find the spiritual way of love and light that to truly discern star energy is beyond the physical. Mankind, for for this is great. Many are aware only of the fallen half-light, quote-unquote, tangible spectrum, and are unaware of angelic light of oneness, which is perfect peace. Yet, our five-point microcosm star means that man can dwell in pure light in crown and heart if he opens higher hearts and vows to hold this light for the benefit of all. I bring you lanes to aid your soul quest with the quinary star- angels. At our stargate our feathered crown of stars emanates spirals through which your ancient soul can navigate as you remember the way pledged eons ago. So, it's a very, very, uh, beautiful card. Uh, you guys definitely need to see what these look like. Um, I will be getting these pictures up hopefully soon. If not, I will be doing a, uh, web show where you can see me, you can see me talking and, um, I can definitely show you the cards that way. So I think um, the soul quest is a little bit advanced for me. Again, I'm still learning. I'm always learning every day. And what I think is um, it's time for people to definitely ascend. Um, It's telling you that there's definitely wiser things to follow. And there's this inner guidance that you have especially to those of you who are listening and that resonate with the messages already received. I think it is letting you know that you do have the guidance. All you need to do is call upon it. And hopefully you found the way to do that within the card. If not, we have one more card that Metatron has to offer, and it is a Stargate. and This is the I believe it's like the second most advanced Stargate. This one is called the Rosa Mystica Ascension Stargate. And the guardians of this are Seraphil, Lion, and Unicorn. Now, you know the Seraphim angels. Um, and then the number is 1212. Uh, definitely a very, very advanced uh, geometric shape, definitely advanced sacred geometry. So I'm just going to tell you what. He has to offer. If you hold Seraphil's diamond flower of life within hearts from previous advanced stargates, you may traverse his gates to the Rosa Mystica Ascension Chamber in Temple This chamber is sacred geometry dodecahedron of spirits, meaning you now gain this geometry within hearts. So what I want you to do, if you resonate with this. Feel the messages that are coming forth. Again, these messages are coming through yourself. Your inner self is saying these to you. As I breathe your divine angelic light breath and hold the diamond vibration, you enfold the flower within my heart with your own 12-point diamond star of the creation angels. On my outbreath, I travel through your Rosa Mystica gate to stand in the heart of Templar Mirth's star, star dodecahedron ascension chamber. Beneath me is your star and Rosa Mystica and macrocosm. I breathe in the sacred power of Rosa Mystica, and as I hold this vibration, your 12 diamond healing spirals. Descend into the chamber to touch the seraphim star in my heart. I ask to manifest the 60 diamond aspects of these 12 to heal the first five subtle energy bodies for all those souls ready to receive this vibration. As I send these vibrations out through oneness, the chamber becomes fifth dimensional. And my own diamond Rosa Mystica is born around me. I am spirit in service of love and light. I feel that it is so ironic that this card is drawn as well. As most of you may know, this whole 2012 ordeal it seems to have a lot of people on edge. And the one thing that I do know is that we have the opportunity to bring five-dimensional consciousness to our world. Now, that I think is a very important and powerful gift for us. I think it is something that we are definitely going to learn how to do. It's going to be a world beyond imagination, I feel. That's what I feel. And I think one of the most important things, that we need to do is to work together. We need to work together to bring all of these things into manifestation. We need to work together to connect together through compassion, through hearts, through higher hearts, and through our souls, through our spirits. We need to connect together so that way we can bring this five-dimensional consciousness into our world. I know that If I'm going to be continuing existence on this world, I want to make it the best place I possibly can. So my message right now, and definitely with these cards, I have to play a song to bring the alignment into uh, fruition with everybody. Together We Can by yours truly, the dream teacher.
0: Hi, Mary. Hi. I thought the hurricane season was over. The hurricane season was over.
2: Are you ready for a crazy ride? You're on your own. Yeah, right. Something's gotta give in tonight. Together we can shoot
0: the
2: moon, stop the rain, even ride a hurricane if we wanna. Together
0: we can
2: walk into space, save the human race we oughta, oughta, oh if only we could see, how to bring humanity, to a point of clarity, lucky you listen to me, I know the game, I've lived it well, forget the shame, let's show and tell, this world is ours, no country fame, ours alongside. Just one name, you'll find it in the heart of light. Bring the light and fight the night. So close your eyes to connect to me. Don't second guess, it's destiny. Together is the place to be if we could only look and see. See See
0: Together we can. Shoot the
2: moon, stop the rain, even ride a hurricane. If we want to.
0: Together we can
2: walk in space, save the human race. You think we oughta, oughta now that we've got a strong connection see the screen eyes like projection i know this life is not so easy so i give thanks to little no, i easy. know if it's I the know. true life so ironic sharing comments and that chronic and many others come to find there's more to life than you find. the clock is ticking there's so much time free the soul and write the, the rhyme. rhyme start searching high and reason Action. This is now your call to action If we can only look and see
0: Together
2: we can Shoot the moon, stop the rain Even ride a hurricane If we wanna Together we can Walk in space Save the human race Do you think we oughta Oughta Together we yeah, can yeah, walk yeah, in space. Right. Save the human race. Do you think we oughta oughta? Together we can we can do anything together we yeah, can
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Woo. Alright, definitely together we can do anything, you guys. Just gotta all be there with it.
0: So
1: let's see here. Um, I think I might cut this show a little bit short. I wanted to bring these messages to the blue, but I do want to touch base on the power of secrets. Uh, we definitely, you remember our intense conversation before, right? Nikki P is here with me right now, and we had this intense conversation about secrets, and just what happens with them and when they get out and why they even are brought about and why they're even helped. So what I wanted to bring to the table was, one, okay, we all this collective consciousness. Okay, hang on. My friend Chance is calling me. I don't know why he's calling me right
0: now, but let's see if I can get him to call on the show. Hang on. Okay, so we'll see if he gives us a call. Not sure, but
1: that's Chance. He should be calling any anyway. night.
0: No. No. Yeah,
1: right. Oh, God, it. He's calling me. Oh, no, okay. Anyway, oh, here we go. All right, oh, I dropped the phone. All right, Chance, I believe this is you. Hello, are you there?
3: Hello, everyone.
1: Hi, thank you for coming tonight, Chance.
3: Anytime. I'll just. Got off the phone with one of the most biggest popular psychics in the world.
1: Oh, who is that, if I may ask?
3: I was talking to Xavier Brown.
1: Oh, wow! Very nice. Did she see
3: ask? the? Did see the advertisement?
1: I did not. I haven't been online all day.
3: Oh, she was live on Block Heart Radio at 11, no ten o'clock. Ten o'clock.
1: Oh, that's probably where everybody is. <laughs>
3: Well, now she's off, but uh, she she was off at 11, though. But I called in, and I asked about um, my my psychic career and where is it going. And she said that it was the perfect career and that uh, I was getting to the holistic and I was going to do the hypnosis. And she told me, wherever oh, cool. I go, the people are just going to come. So she just told me to just believe, have strong faith, and... Um, you know, I will be directed by spirit, so, yeah.
1: Very cool, that's awesome. Yeah. So, hypnosis, huh? I didn't know you were interested. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am interested in past lives. I've just never gotten into that because I just think it's a little too far out there for me. I know you yeah. do it, which you're really good good doing it. Um, for those that don't know, just like two nights ago, uh, the dream teacher put me uh, under a little hypnosis um two nights ago and it felt so relaxing he just took me through this uh he just took me through the baby step of hypnosis and and took me into my um subconscious and um he was very visual, and all i got to say is this guy has true talent, and um, if he progressed this this talent and uh, really go out there and advertise it, I really think that um, he can have a big career with
1: this. Oh, well, take you. You're so and sweet. And he's
3: successful, too, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, it was I- definitely fun. I liked doing it. Hopefully, <laughs> that we can get deeper into it, and... Maybe we'll work together, figure out some little hypnosis techniques now with the past life regression. I'm not sure about that either. Like, I have my own theories about what past lives are. And sometimes I think well, they're... see, I things.
3: can read past lives. That's the thing.
1: Can you? See, you know, what? I always thought I had an inclination that there were things that have happened in our lifetime now, but they definitely represent events that might have happened to our spirit, our soul, you know, eons ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But
1: I still think they directly reflect to what we experience now at this time in this body, et cetera.
3: Right, I agree.
1: So I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it's just a direct reflection of our life now, but you never know. We're not supposed to know that we had other lives, you know what I mean? No, well, well, if we well, did. Well, well, don't well, we well agree no, with
3: not it. necessarily, though, but I do have to say that kids, especially me growing up, especially when a child was born around the age of. Three and seven, sometimes they have nightmares, and sometimes um, they are repeated nightmares, um, maybe running or maybe getting shot, and they can never see their self. It's like a movie, but they know they're in it, and yep. sometimes it's a flashback of how they died in their previous past life before they incarnated into this lifetime, And it's until they can make peace with that or overcome that dream or that fear of being shot or that fear of swimming in water or that fear of getting in a car or that fear of, you know, being high up on, you know, on a ladder or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, previous past lifetimes, um, pretty much, um, it... Let's see. Previous past lifetime determines our karma that we will have in this lifetime as far as your parents, who you are, what type of uh, challenges you're going to struggle. And the goal in this life is how are you going to balance uh, the negative karma? How are you going to decrease it? Maybe there's something that you have to embrace. Maybe there's something that you have to learn. Maybe you need to learn to not be so selfish, or to not to be such a liar, or not to be such, not be a person that steals behind you know, or talks behind people's backs.
0: Yeah. It's something
3: about it's it, it's it's making peace with your inner spirit. And once we can do that, we can illuminate ourselves from the negative past life karma karmic core the connection that tries to keep us stuck from um from being the greatest expression of our spirit and that way once we learn to do that i think that um we don't have to reincarnate anymore
1: i think that's true um but do you think let me bring up something now you would agree that us as beings as human beings we are the most advanced now than we have ever been at any other time, correct?
3: Correct, and still going
1: on at this moment,
3: like 2012.
1: Okay. So then, do you think that we can recognize that past lives exist, and there's definitely lots and lots of past life healers? Do you think that we can still get some of this karmic baggage and still... Do these things that are going to lead us Into another life Do you think there's still people that will repeat this cycle Even though We're still at an advanced Time and age
3: Yes because a lot of people Don't want to um, Acknowledge uh, I guess their behavior Or, or, or want to ma- or want to Because This is the thing with America And this society even though we're advancing, it's, with those human beings, we're always trying to fit in. We're always trying to get self-approval from other people. And this right. is where we go wrong, and this is why people keep on reincarnating. Because this society has a big addiction with trying to please other people, especially when mm-hmm. it comes up to our parents, that we become a illusion of what our parents want us to be as far as career, who to marry, who not to marry, um, you know, uh what type of job you're gonna get, what type of job you're not gonna get. And um we become a a, a um a false persona of someone else. We live dreams through other people's eyes and not truly living our own. So even though that person's really advanced and smart people still are so afraid of being rejected and uh, being disowned. And um, this is what keeps people uh, from um, accomplishing their soul's chart that they that they have. Because, I mean, before we're born, we have this chart, this life chart, about what we're su- supposed to learn from this life, what we're supposed to supposed to experience, how we're supposed to react from this, how we're going to, you know, do this or do that and and a lot of people are get off track and they do not uh fulfill uh, their soul's um life chart that they were supposed to um accomplish in this lifetime.
1: I would, do you think that relates to a natal or birth chart in like a sh- astrological terms?
3: Absolutely, and I think that's exactly what a life chart is. Absolutely, and I think that whoever created numerology and astrology were really smart people because they tapped into some deep stuff from a higher power. I mean, they heard a voice of wisdom. Who, wherever they got that knowledge from, they learned how to tap into the uh, Akashic record
0: to uh, Uh see
3: the soul of a person, to find out exactly what type of events are supposed to happen with this particular sign and time and age and year and, you know, blah, 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 the list goes on.
1: Yeah, that's very true. So it's pretty ironic that this started coming up because tonight's topic is about secrets in society and people holding in secrets within themselves. And, of course, one of the main ones that, I like to touch upon is uh, people holding back their sexual preference and their orientation and not confronting the fact that they may have an attraction to a same-sex person. And there's been so many secrets that are shoved down j- just because of that. There's so many things that get buried down and buried down and buried down. And it, one, I view that as personally unhealthy, and I think what that's going to do is create a lot of karmic baggage for example, I acknowledge my sexual preference with men, but at the same time, I'm still open with girls. I mean, I may be destined to have children, you know what I mean? And I am completely open to Let that. Let me tell
3: you something.
1: Let's we hear. all
3: have female and male energy. We both hold That's
1: it. Very true. Very true.
3: Yeah, we do. There's a feminine there's a and a masculine side, side of the higher power. If we didn't have both uh, we wouldn't we would coexist. And we all, you know, all male and female all have the opposite, you know, characteristics of a male or female inside of us. It's just we are. And, I mean, we were made from both, so we have both chromosomes of both. So, and then, actually, when we start out in the womb, the womb, the fetus of a woman, uh, the fetus actually has both genitals. And it's not till a couple of months until it, uh, until um, I guess nature, Mother Earth decides exactly what we're going to be, and uh, mm-hmm. you know if because I'm telling you when we're in the womb we have a penis in a vagina, and <laughs> uh, no we do, and if you're gonna That's be a bore after a certain thing. amount of months, uh, if you're gonna be a bore, then the uh, vagina area actually closes up, and uh, yeah. So, anyway, so anyway um, and 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 then, you know, I found that recently, you know, transsexuals, you know, that trans, that has a transition from male right. to female, they do not remove the penis. All they do is turn it inside
1: out, and it's a vagina. Yeah, exactly.
3: So, I've
1: personally, and, personally, I've seen one. They're quite interesting, I will tell you that. Exactly. Yeah.
3: And then, you know... A female has an internal penis inside of her vagina. She does it. It's inside. It just doesn't stick up. So anyway, um, because we're all male and female energy, I believe, and I know some people may disagree with me, too, but I believe that... All human beings really are somewhat bisexual. I do. I But the thing is, I believe that some people are more in touch with their masculine side or their feminine side. If you're a woman, even though I believe that all people are, are bisexual to a certain extent, if you're a woman and you're more in touch with your feminine side, then you're going to be attracted to males. If you're a woman and you're in touch with both of male and female, you might be a bisexual woman. If you're a woman that might be, you know, in touch with more of the masculine side, then you might be um, attracted to other women. And sure. you know, um, I believe, and also, you know, the great spiritual teacher and psychic Sylvia Brown, she actually says that, um, you know, if if uh, a male in this lifetime, say you for instance, were a woman in and, and your last previous lifetimes um, going back 20 lives back, that the soul is going to resonate with more of a feminine energy, and that's even though that soul is in a male body, it still is going to have the sexual urges and the sexual attraction of male, because that's what it's used to. So really it's a spiritual thing of the soul um, you know being um, the soul the so, the soul is born with its or, orientation and it already knows what it's gonna be We chart all of this
1: I would agree with that but at once there's a couple things that I want to bring into light is that one um, I think that our urge for these sexual encounters or attractions comes from an underlying of what we have to do here as a soul, as a person, whatever our soul mission is. For example, there's people that are definitely more sexually activated than others. You know what I mean? There's definitely more people that drive on the interaction of sex. You know, they want to have that interaction with other people, but then there's others that can go without it. They don't ever have to have sex in their entire lives, which means they're not going to usually follow their attractive desires towards any one person, regardless if it's male or female. But at the same time, now, there could be um, a person that definitely links sex with feelings and things that they need to do, and I think it would benefit them if they had these interactions. For example, I connect with somebody deeply on an intimate level when we are intimate. And if I am intimate with somebody, it's a very, very, very deep level. Like, it's nothing like <laughs> anything out of this world, but like, uh-huh. it's just nice. So I think that definitely might have a role in it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, uh, let's see. I'm going to bring. Let's see, area code 716 on and see what they have to say about all this bisexual stuff. Hello? Is this Rachel?
0: Brandon, are you putting me on air right now?
1: I did, I did. (laughs) What's up? What's up? Did you hear what we were talking about?
0: I'm hearing about something about bisexual.
1: Ah, okay. So... Um, chances on the air too, uh, me and Chance. Uh, hey, Rachel. Chance. <laughs> Hello, Rachel. Hello, hey, Rachel. Rachel. Hello. <laughs> All right, Rachel. So, what do you think about bisexuality? But, what do I think about bisexuality? Well, it's either someone who is very, you know, want to see how the other way goes and what it feels like and just all those, like, expressions and feelings, and then at the same time I think it's someone who's confused and who doesn't know who they are. Wow. I I can agree with that to some respect. Like, a lot of people that don't know if they want, for example, I don't even know what I want. I'm open to everything, and maybe I'll find yeah. love in a guy, and maybe I'll find love in a girl. It don't matter to me. But what I know, I know for me personally, I have a strong desire strong attraction to the same sex.
3: You know what, let me tell you this, let me tell you this, because okay. like I was saying, you know, uh, I believe that we ha- we carry that male and female en- energy inside of all of us because we're made up, up of it. So, you know, here's the thing, as far as sexual orientation goes, you know, people would be so much confused. I'm less confused if people will stop putting labels on stuff and stop telling
1: people yeah. to
3: date. I really think if you let a child grow up and just don't even have any expectations or mission any gender, just let them grow up and and just observe them and see exactly what their natural instincts are, what what their natural attraction yeah. is. It would be so much easier whether or not someone's attracted to, you know, the same steps or the opposite or both, you know, just follow the flow of love and you cannot mess up. Just follow your heart Mm -hmm. and connect with that.
1: Amen to that. See, and I just, I just, there are people that are doing that now on the world. I just saw this documentary about um, these group of people in Africa and how they raise their children, and what they do is, the children have free reign to play all the time. They can play all the time. The parents don't tell them what to do. They don't tell them that they need to do this or they need to do that. If the child if the child needs to learn how to hunt to get food, they follow the group of people that already know what they're doing. And they don't they don't if they ask a question, you know, the adult will answer. But it's all about them and what they want to do. And the adults more so follow the children in what they're doing instead of you know the children following just the adults, and you know it's got to be this way, it's got to be that way, blah 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 blah. I think that's definitely a beautiful way, and I think it's ironic that these people are tribes. You know, they're tribal Random. people. They hello.
3: I'm go- I'm gonna flash over real quick though, but you keep talking, okay?
1: Okay. Um, I think it is like they are. They seem to be less, more advanced than us. But at the same time, they have some bigger concepts on us than we even have. They can raise their children better than we definitely can, to a certain extent. So I thought that was pretty interesting that I saw that, and it just happened to come up now in conversation. Very cool. So, Rachel. Yes, dear. Hi, dear. How are you?
0: I'm okay. How are you?
1: I am doing very good. It's a little toasty over here in Cleveland right now.
0: Yeah, I I'm Let's... in F in Buffalo. It sucks.
1: Yes, yes. It is a very intense place. Yes,
0: it is. You know it.
1: Okay, I'm back. Oh,
0: hey. Okay.
1: So, oh, how
3: long does this show?
1: Um, however long I want it to be. <laughs> okay. It's Sounds good. It's supposed to be on until 1230, but I don't know if I want to keep it. I'm probably going to end it at 12.
3: Okay. And
1: probably like eight minutes. Okay. But it's been intense. Um, Rachel, the topic of tonight is secrets in society, and we were talking is about that Secrets, secrets.
0: Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. And
1: that's how the um, sexual orientation topic spurred up. But not even just sexual um, secrets. There's a lot of other secrets that people hold in too, and right. that's how a lot of drama started, especially when you tell somebody now here's what this big controversial thing was uh, amongst the group of my peers um we were talking about a secret now if there was some secret that you truly didn't want anybody to know would you even tell your closest friend um if you put it that way brand then probably no i probably keep it to myself exactly and, you know, if it if was his, You never know. You might never even trust your best friend. They might tell, like, your deepest, darkest secret to, you know, the whole Facebook, and then your whole Facebook people friends know, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that. Exactly. And it's like, you know what? If you don't want anybody to know, then don't even say anything at all. Because once one person knows, the chance of it being out is very great, no matter how good a friend somebody is, you know? We have a collective consciousness, and people can pick up on things. It just happens. And now that there's, like, a lot more psychic people, it's just you really can't hide anything nowadays because people can read into that. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? So I think Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it would be stupid to let any secret out that you don't want to be known. But at the same time, it's like when you tell somebody a secret and you trust them, not to say anything are you really wanting them to not say anything because it's like you instilled that secret within somebody else and then they have it they harbor it they can't tell anybody but is it that you wanted it to be known or you just wanted someone to know you know what i mean and I think when you tell somebody else a secret, it's like, okay, I want it to be known, but I don't know how to get it out there. You know what I mean? And then people become frustrated. frustrated when somebody else tells your secrets. And then drama starts happening and conflictions, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's how lots of drama is built up, especially around uh, teenagers right about now. They don't know how to keep a secret to save their life. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they blab everything i mean it's once you have the talk of the town it's like oh my gosh guess what i just found out oh my gosh <laughs> i'm guilty of it i'm definitely guilty you know, of it I have
3: you, know, so- you know i i went to this um this college to take this um graduation test right um and and anyway um i mean I was around a table full of, you know, classmates who were talking 17, 18, 19. And anyway, um, all of a sudden, this, there was different schools that were there to take this test. And one of the guys from my school saw another guy from another school who he who he knew
0: and told
3: everyone around the table that this guy, uh, a lot this, girl and even called her name and said that she made him suck his penis and i went oh my goodness like oh. why did i need to know that
1: <laughs> oh.
3: so no they can't keep secrets at all so i mean you know what's a, and then what's the part of and see that's the thing about teenagers you know sex, love they don't know what it is you know when they are intimate in the next two days, I swear to you not, that they go around, they text all of their friends, email them on Facebook and MySpace, I just find Elsie so-and-so. You know, it's like, how many, you know, guys or girls can you do in one week? It's like a competition.
0: So uh-huh. everyone
3: knows who's did who, who's made up with who. I think it's totally disrespect towards the um, the female. I think females... Are a little bit more private about their intimacy than guys, but I don't know. Would you agree, Rachel?
1: I don't think she was paying attention. Wait, you think that females are more intimate?
0: I, I know. I think that females are a little
3: bit more, more um, more. Um, they have more, they keep it more private when they are intimate with um, a guy than a guy. When a guy is intimate, he goes around
1: spreading it. And I don't yeah, think see I think that. that's definitely true. But uh, it's kind of flip-flopping around now, especially <laughs> being in the, gay, in the gay scene. It's like, oh, my gosh, all these guys, boys talk about all these other boys. Well, they've done, Well, guys
3: okay. are dick. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I used to wish <laughs> yeah. differently, though, but most of them, guys are guys. They have hormones, okay? They 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 work. They operate differently than a female. They really do.
1: Yep. Not all That's guys it. are like
3: that. You've got some guys that are just, you know, they want to – connect to the emotional and the mental and want to have a uh, romantic connection than just, you know, being highly sexual active like you were talking about at the beginning of the show, but you know, not too many gay guys know not too many the majority of gay guys if you're talking about teenagers because they're trying to find out who they are and society doesn't really educate us on You know, the gay lifestyle of growing up, the stereotype is that, you know, gays are supposed to experiment with drugs and have sex and, you know, just be nothing more than a sex icon. And that's not what it's about. And I think a lot of these gay teenagers don't come to self awareness that it's really not like that, and there's so much more to intimacy and having a beautiful relationship with someone until, like, around the age of 40 or 50. And I think the majority of them, that during my parents' days, you know, they ended up catching AIDS back then before they could come to that conclusion because they were following the stereotype, acting in inappropriate ways because they didn't understand exactly who they were. They didn't feel accepted or approved or, you know, like they belong, or they had nowhere to go for, you know, education as far as, you know,
1: um, advice or so. Hmm. That's definitely true. There's no good advice going around right now, and especially in high school, and I wish that's the one thing that I definitely wish. Somebody told me that I should be a high school guidance counselor, I'm like, that would be a, definitely a pretty interesting job. You have to go through more schooling.
3: And I really wish in um, set ed um, class, you know, I really wish that they would, you know, go more deeper into it. You know it's 12 o'clock. Your show's about to end. <laughs> is it?
0: Well, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. Is your show back? About...
1: I, I don't even think she's there. I oh, have... no, she don't know. Uh, you take your to... other call. You take your other call. Thank you I for calling. going to have to flash over. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Anyways, lost we'll the caller, but um, this is going to be the end of the show. Definitely got some good topics in tonight. Good back and forth um, conversation. Good healing. Hopefully, all of you uh, resonated with some form or another. So Hello. Cool. What's that?
0: It's about time. What's that? I uh,
2: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was wondering if you was gonna be able to go to work tonight. It's about five
1: minutes up. Mm-hmm. Five minutes truck. It was sound kind of like a bunch some talking in it back, didn't it?
0: Yeah,
1: it? Okay. You guys been talking on my radio show right now. Oh, okay. You on the radio? Okay. He on the phone, uh,
0: Jesse.
1: Oh, all right. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you, ma.
3: hello hello what's up? what was that what 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 was what
1: did you not hear that
3: did not hear what
1: i think you're somebody are you on your house phone yes i think somebody's on the other line because they were just on the show they were talking yeah yeah and then I'm like, I'm on the radio show right now. They're like, oh, okay, sorry. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, like people just started talking.
3: What the fuck? I don't like this phone. I'm switching to other phone. What were they saying? I
1: don't know. They're like, some, some, some. Do you hear somebody talking in the background? I'm like, yeah, you're talking on my radio show right now.
3: I ended up flashing over. You sure it wasn't, Rachel?
1: No, it definitely was a... Definitely not. Somebody, Jesse, and somebody else. Someone who? Someone named Jesse and somebody else. I don't even know.
0: Oh,
3: fuck. Yeah,
1: yeah, my mom was talking to her boyfriend,
3: and maybe I hit a run option that connected you guys in a conference call or something.
1: Oh, you totally did.
3: Are we still on the radio?
1: That was too funny. Yeah, we're definitely live right now. (laughs) Fuck. This is going to be a funny show. <laughs> anyway. Right, cool. I'm going to end the show right now, but Chance, give me a call afterwards, okay? Okay, I will. Bye, everyone. Uh, thank you for calling in, Chance. Anytime. All right. So, thank you guys very much for tuning in and listening this evening. Um, if you would like to get into contact with me, just hit me up at my email address at thedreamteacher at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to schedule some sort of an appointment with me, um, I do spiritual advising, life coaching, hypnosis, and, of course, reading. You can call me at 1-800-ASK-KEEN, that's 1-800-A-S-K-K-E-E-N, and my extension is 039-68444. Again, 39 is the extension. Again, thank you all very much for tuning in. I look forward to a beautiful life with all of you. Sweet dreams, everybody.